It's time for Wheel Nerds. And here are your hosts, Chuck and Todd. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 145. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. Brewskies! I don't know what's funnier, listening to these noises, or seeing you try to make them as loud as possible near the microphone. Oh. Hello, listeners. Those who didn't like listening to us eat, things are going to get worse. <coughs> Winter's coming, where we mostly review food. Wait, wait, wait. Winter is coming. Prepare yourself. Froze my ass off. I've actually never morning. watched that show. I haven't either. Read no, the books. Okay. I haven't even read the books. Well. Are the books good? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I've just seen the starts meme. good, goes downhill. I've just seen the meme. Yep. But uh, yeah, it's getting cold out, man. The what the hell? Morning. This week just took completely nosedive, dude. Forties and thirties, dude. And... I walked outside. I put on my jacket. I opened up the garage door, and the wind blows in, and I'm like, "Fuck no!" Go back, <laughs> put on the one piece, zip everything up to the nines. <laughs> yeah, it was just this. It was last week was good. Yeah, last week was beautiful. Yeah. Claire went for a ride, invited mm-hmm. everybody. No one Except went. for me. You didn't get invited? No, I sure didn't. Oh, I didn't know that. He's like, I thought you were camping. Uh, oh. but usually he doesn't invite me and he invites mm-hmm. everyone else. Huh? Yeah, it's so, a weird, weird parallel universe that we're in here. Yeah. Mm. I would have gone except I had to go to the gym uh-huh. and train because uh-huh. apparently I, I do that now as a hobby. Oh, you guys, I'm sorry. I was getting all beefy and I, things. I had to go lift heavy things. <laughs> you really lifted instead of going motorcycle riding? I really lifted instead that's, of going motorcycle riding. Um, why? Because <laughs> I... Like, the things you need to pick up will still be there tomorrow. I'm just I, saying. I had another one more day to get in for the week because I had, I had oh. changed my schedule. I got to do it. I, okay. It was leg day, Todd. I can't skip leg day. Uh-huh. Don't skip. Or you just walk around going everywhere you go. I mean, more than usual. What? It's just the legs. Just move it along instead of walking along like. Pum, oh, pum, oh pum, I thought pum. you meant the bell that my girlfriend ties around. My... No, no. I've said too much. No. <clears throat> so funny. We got a lot of feedback from last week's show. A lot of people apparently liked watching that. Yeah, which is weird. weird yeah, I, weird. I, I'd sit here looking at you and like, that's bad. I can't imagine having to see myself, too. It just makes me vaguely ill. <laughs> Brad thinks I should always scream my name as an introduction. Okay, well, that, that probably isn't going to happen. No, probably not. <laughs> I, I like my throat. <laughs> he was hoarse for days. It's kind of funny. Hey, Chuck, how you doing? Are you the godfather? No. <laughs> Have you ever watched Dragon Ball Z Abridged? Oh, yes. Yeah? Okay. Listeners, if you have not watched Dragon Ball Z Abridged... Go do it. Go do it. If if you don't even know what Dragon Ball is, you have no interest in Japanese animation whatsoever, watch it anyway. Mm-hmm. Go to YouTube, look up Dragon Ball Z Abridged. It is the funniest thing in Ten the world. Ten times as good as the original show. It's so much better. Because mm-hmm. they, they're free of having to... Spend three episodes grunting. Not just that, but they sweating. don't have to stick to like these very strict, rigorous translations. And uh-huh. they, they they just kind of like generally follow the story and, and make mm-hmm. dialogue that's good. Mm-hmm. Go not, figure. It's, and I don't know. I just I think they do the story better than the originals. Spooky. Yeah. yeah. Though I do like the originals. My daughter loves the shit out of that stuff. Really? Yeah. I mean, it might be. My daughter mostly watches The Swedish Chef. The Swedish Chef? <laughs> Plays Goat Simulator with me. That's how I got her into Dragon Ball at all, was through Abridged. Mm-hmm. Just the, the normal series, because there's so much filler in that shit. It's all filler. It's all filler. 90% filler. It's like a Wheel Nerds episode where we don't have a guest. <laughs> so, classifieds. How about those? I gotta apologize to the people that have been sending in classifieds. Um, I let all of them expire. (laughs) So we've only got a couple to talk about. Unfortunately, they brace yourself. Sold? Or, you know, 
Or just to be taken down for being incredibly sketchy. I found this ad, though, which is uh, for you. Okay. This is special for me. My My motorcycle collection of 45 years has to go. Make the picture bigger. Uh I have planned on fixing them up, but I got too old and run out of time and energy. I am... I am... My wife's going to tell me that. If you're looking to build a random shit... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It... It's a motorcycle graveyard. What is it about? Mm-hmm. It's all Japanese, late seventies, eighties. None are currently running. If you're a mechanic or know someone who can help you fix it, two hundred and nine hundred. Not for you. Two hundred and nine hundred. Where is this? Send me this. Email me this. It's in. It's in Provo. It's a, it's a it's a heap of old Japanese bikes. Oh my god! There's old. There's gotta be. Is 100. that an old? Is that a? That's a look. Is that a Magna or a Maxim? I can't tell. Might be an old Magna. Oh my god, dude. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Dude. I could go see this guy. <laughs> I just imagine you diving into this screwed <laughs> like, duck stuff. Like rolling and swimming in the motorcycles. <laughs> la, 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 Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to go see this man. He also has scooters. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. actually what I was looking at more interestedly <laughs> than the motorcycles. The eighties, the eighties UJMs. Like I know that they're very hip now, mm-hmm. but the trouble is they're not very good bikes. Ooh, hang on. Is that what I think it is? Which one? Ooh, you see, you see the burgundy one in the back. Yeah. Is that a, is that an intruder? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I gotta go see. I like the Honda right I'm here. Go visit this guy. It's a VTR two fifty. It's terrible. Is it? Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Um. Charlie has one that he's tracked up, which is apparently okay for that sort of thing, but mm. not <laughs> well, this is not widely regarded as an excellent bike, particularly not when the front rotor is rusted. Oh, that there's bad. the line of scooters. Yeah, there's a line of scooters. That was the first thing I spotted. I'm like, and there's at least two or three of the same type, and I see a couple elites. Ooh, is that an Elite 150 back there? I think it is. That was the cool oh! bike when I was a kid. Yeah, with that the headlight was... that goes, yep. Yep. That was the cool, <laughs> there it is. cool scooter. There's the cool scooter right there in the back for you, ready to go, Chuck. The kids with that in high school, they got so much ass. Oh, we are so going to see this. We are going to see this guy, and we are going to interview this guy. That is what we're doing. I'd be okay with that. Oh, my God. That would be kind of cool to oh. find out how he did this. My God. Why he did this. What his wife says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he's down in Provo. Oh, we're so going. Okay. Oh, we're so going. <laughs> just Dan, if you're a listener, just just call us now. We're coming. Just uh, don't don't hug him. Not even a little. <laughs> Not even. I love you, man. <laughs> don't 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 hug him. <laughs> It'll be embarrassing. It'll be oh, weird. Oh man, I, I don't want it to get weird. I planned on fixing them, but I've gotten too old and run out of time, and I have a hundred of them. <laughs> oh, my God. All types. Cruisers, sport bikes, off, on, enduros, oh dirt bikes, God. scooters, and many classics. Oh, I need a trailer. If you're looking to build a cat, you're looking for a trailer? Holy shit. I've got something for you. What? <laughs> oh, my God. New no motorcycle camper. We've talked about this before, but mm-hmm. these, I still love the idea of this thing. Oh, the fold-out tent camper on the top fold of out the cam- cargo yeah. trailer? The tent camping. Oh, button. yeah. No, I love that. A solid I notion. think that's pretty cool. I, I think you know it's if I'm if I the second I'm in a place where I can't set up a normal tent, like can't bend over and do all the bullshit. This mm-hmm. is gonna I'm all over this. I'm I'm on this. This is the thing I thought of when we had a what some somebody was saying. Oh, I can't imagine why you'd have a trailer on a motorcycle. Yeah, well that that's one of our to listeners. Mind. Yeah, yeah this was is, a, this there is, is behind a spider. Yeah. At which point, like, who gives a crap? This is what I pictured. I was like, this is. Mm-hmm. This touring spider and a pop-up camper. Yeah, what's not to like, and a big and some honking storage, storage yeah. below it. That's cool, man. Which looks small compared to a car trunk, but in motorcycle terms, is an astro freaking nomical amount of space. Yeah, it's it's bigger than some car trunks. Yeah, this is true. It's bigger yeah. than the, the trunk on my old GT. This is very true. Yeah, yes. yeah. You could still put a body in there without yeah, having to really break any of its limbs. No, no, you just kind of just sort of jam it in, a little bit, stomp yeah, a little yeah. bit on the roof. Yeah. I mean, with my GT, I had to break the shoulders and the knees just to make and them, the knees. Yeah, just to make oh, them fit. God, that's know? awful. Yeah, and the squealing. Uh, fuck. <laughs> so yeah, uh, thirty nine hundred dollars, which is not too out of whack, honestly. It looks well built. It looks extremely well yeah. built, and that, that, that amount doesn't feel crazy for what it is. Yeah, 48 by 84 sleeper. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It'd be cozy with two of you, but... 
bow, bow, wow. No, like like annoying, cozy, like elbows in your nose, cozy. Oh, honey, you know what? This is the honey, the honey sleeper. Yeah, you sleep outside on the ground. <laughs> yeah, my, my wife and I bought a double bag once and promptly sold it after the first use. We're like, this is not working. I love you. Get in your goddamn bag. My folks did the double bag thing. Oh, they, I they don't. I don't know how people do it. I really don't. I think me, I think we, my ex and my daughter would sleep in a double bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that'd be one thing with a kid. I could, I could probably manage that. Yeah, with a kid, it's not bad. Although, although neither of my kids, I would want to be in a bag with. So, <laughs> you know, funny story about that. Get kicked and farted on all night. Yeah, that's how my daughter is. Yeah. I met my wife. Oh, man. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> No, my daughter too. Yeah, it's kicked and kicked and fart I always, all night. I would just get woken up constantly with a little tiny foot <laughs> yeah. right up my nose. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I'd be That's like, "How do you turn around like that? How do you even?" Ah. Yeah, yeah. She just recently started sleeping in her own bed. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of kind of bittersweet. A little bittersweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like grabs a book off the bookshelf, goes to her room, turns on her little book light on mm-hmm. the bed, and I'm like. Daddy's not crying. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Wheel nerds were rough, tough American men who are really mostly just total wuss dads. You all, you all come to my bedroom and no, okay. No, my thing is just I, 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 at five thirty in the morning. I wish my daughter would just come into my room and crawl into bed because I'm really sick of sleeping on her freaking floor for an hour in the morning. <laughs> My shoulders hurt. <laughs> no, don't go. Uh, you know, I roll myself up in a blanket that's not quite long enough for me and it's covered in dog hair. That's yeah, pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. But well, how's that different than normal? Well, normally the, the blanket covers my feet better. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what I have on my bed My feet are cold. My feet are cold yeah. and the dog's in another room instead rough, of covering my feet. Rough, like it's tough motorcycle Where's guys. that dog? Get in here. I'm cold. Uh, we talked a little bit about the modus and a little bit about the side by side, and now they have the side by side modus. Yep, which now is a thing. Yep, the MV4ZR. They've got a whole website set up yep. to just like here's your crate engine. Yep, you can put it in things and they all go freaking fast. Sixty four percent more power than anything Polaris puts out. L <laughs> O freaking L. Put this in a spider and the nanny will not know what to do. The nanny will just give the hell up. That's pretty cool. Yerp. Yeah. Hey, you know, here's a question for you. Yeah. So, you know, John Jones, mm. he's got his modus. Mm-hmm. You think he can go more than 30 minutes at a time without mentioning the modus? Mm. I picture What's him? the situation? I, I, I like at a funeral. At a funeral, he could probably do it. Mm, I don't know. Well, does talking to the corpse count? Because you know how they, you do the viewing and you walk by and everybody right, and then he leans he's over. Like, he's like, "MST, it's pretty cool. Wonderful bike. Yeah, it's good, good man." And everyone's like, "Oh man, they were so close. Look, he's just talking to him like, you know, better turbo." I can imagine him at work on the helicopter ambulance. Hey, hey, have you seen my? Did you see my bike down there? Turn, turn your head. There it is. Yeah, it's it's motors. <laughs> oh, did we get to some shirts? Didn't we? We did. We got the sidecar racer shirts. Yeah, <laughs> they are upstairs. Remind me to give you one. Okay. Will you think of that now? Well, I just, he sent us shirts. and Oh, that's true. John sent us the ambulance yes. shirts. I gave you yours of that one, right? Yes, yeah. yes. At our current rate of wheel nerds, we will not have to buy any clothes of our own soon. Yeah. Could someone please send Chuck some pants? <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> send him some pants. Branded pants? I don't care if they're branded or not. I just want you to wear some pants. <laughs> I'm really, really not picky, listeners. That's new. I've got oh let's talking about things fitting. Mm. Serious discussions time. Todd, do you have large calves? Mm, medium large. Yeah. Are, are you spending hours on end at the gym on the leg press just doing calf lifts? No, I just kind of have naturally strong calves no. and I ski. Well, maybe you could use these 
Forma Adventure Low Boots. Oh, ooh, and they're brown. They're brown. Brown leather thingies. Mm. <laughs> They've taken their regular adventure tall boot and mm-hmm. just chopped it down to Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a cool looking one. I think they are really cool looking. I I like their tall boots, but I can't justify myself to buy one a mm-hmm. set a pair. Yeah, whatever the fuck, because I've already got a pair of tall boots. Uh, yeah, cities, whatever. Yeah, they remind me a little bit of like the uh, although these aren't super low. They're not super low, but they're lower than your adventure boot. Yeah, yeah. These, uh, you know, the the actual material looks like oiled leather, kind of like my uh, my shit kickers. Full grain oiled leather upper. Yeah. Dry text lining. Vintage mm. leather finish. Mmm. Uh, kickers just came by it, honestly. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> it looks, and uh, you know, pretty good protection. Yeah. No, actual real armor protection. Looks yeah. cool. And I think this might go on my Christmas list. Yeah. List- listeners. Mm-hmm. Christmas. Chap, chap. List. Check, mm-hmm. yeah. No. It's, it's there. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Send them to him in size 11, just in case he wants them big. I'll steal them. Ten and a half, eleven is about my foot size. Oh, good. Yeah, good. That's perfect. Send him some. <laughs> tell me when they're coming. Why do you Why do you keep looking at me like that? No reason. <laughs> Just right? tell me when they're going to arrive. Although they probably don't have the insanely high arches I need, so I'm probably screwed anyway. You got high arches? In nutty high arches. Hmm. Like custom ski boot high arches. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that why I can't wear speed boots? Uh, ski boots? Uh, I don't know. No, I got flat feet. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, that's cool. We got one cool thing. Oh. While we don't have a guest, which you pointed out, mm-hmm. we do have an interview from the AM Expo. Did I tell you I went to the AM Expo oh, recently? God, just play the interview. <laughs> <laughs> this is Nicole from um, Helite. Okay, so I'm in the Helite. Helite. Hello. Well, how, how do you say this? Helite. The Helite booth with Nicole. And this is, uh, this is a life vest for your bike. Protection. Air bike yeah. protection. So it's an air bike. You're wearing an airbag. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. Yeah, people won't drive a car with an, on an airbag these days, you know. Right. So it's an airbag that you wear over a riding jacket. Um, it doesn't deploy unless you come off of the bike. Right. So you were showing me that it, you tether it to your bike, and you were saying it takes 60 pounds of pressure, so you're not walking away from it. You're not going to accidentally deploy the vest, but, you know, if you do in the event of um, deploying the vest, all you need is a new cartridge is $25. Okay, so this is all reusable. Reusable. You keep it for life. Okay. Do you have to, like, pack it away or anything when you deflate it? Mm -mm. So we um, deploy a vest. It fills up. It already starts bleeding off the air when the um, cartridge is, is used. And then once the air fully comes out of it, you um, take the cartridge out, reset it, and then it's ready to go again. So this is one that hasn't been reset yet. Okay. There's a spring and a piston inside of there. Those are the only two moving parts. So it's a purely mechanical trigger, but they're ultra-reliable. We find that the mechanical systems are the most reliable out there. Okay. So yeah, you can see kind of that's the keeper. Oh, okay. So that goes inside there. The spring goes in. Um, this drain plug, you just kind of screw that in. We give you all the tools to do this. Really? You get like a little free ratchet thing out of it? Yeah, not this ratchet, but oh. we give you the cheapy version. You almost have me sold. You how many I've done all day? Oh, okay. I mean... Wait, how does that fit into that? Oh, okay, I get it. It goes under that yellow vet. Okay. Yeah. All right. For a second, I was thinking it goes into that, too. <laughs> yeah, so the cartridge just goes in there. Oh, okay, so this is a specialized cartridge. This it's isn't a something... special cartridge. Okay, you're not just buying this at Walmart. That's why $25, I mean, people think it's kind of expensive, but hopefully you never have to use it one time. Okay, yeah. So it's you doing neck protection, back protection. Gives you a full supportive neck brace. Um, chest protection is the most important part because 40% of all fatal motorcycle accidents happen from chest injuries. Um, rib protection, that's a very uncomfortable injury to recover from. And then also hip and pelvic inju- uh, protection too. It looks like you've already got some testimonials just kind of posted up around. How long has this been out? Um, So the Helite vest has been out for 15 years, the technology. Really? 
in Europe, everybody knows about Helite. I mean, French and Spain motor officers wear Helite vests. Okay. In Europe, or in the U.S., it's more about educating people because a lot of people don't know about it. They don't know it's available and affordable. I thought this was sort of a, a brand new thing, like just in the past couple of years. And you know, like Alpine Service and Dan Easy, they've kind of brought it to light just because they're a larger company with like a broader, um, you know, like reach. Right. But they're in their first year of developing their electronic system. And it is a good system. Wireless is kind of attractive, but it's also you have to turn it on, you have to charge it. And I don't know how um, how for sure they've gotten that system as far as reacting to a crash. So you're saying this mechanically deployed system has been around for 15 years and just has had all that time to, mm-hmm. wow. Europe, they have lots of testimonials. In the U.S., we have three so far. One guy in Denver who just called me two months ago, but um, he got T-boned by a lady who ran over his bike. His bike was completely totaled, and he cartwheeled into the curb, and then he hit a fire hydrant. So you know that had to be like broken rib or something. Yeah, but yeah, they, yeah, they took him on the backboard to the ER, scanned him, had not one broken bone, no internal damage, no bruising. I mean, he called me just thanking me over and over again for the best. And all he's got to do is stick another cartridge in there and he's good. Yeah, because we checked his vest out. There's no damage to it. Okay, so that that's sort of like a factory service. You guys, you send a vest back and you can look for holes. We do have a vest of a gentleman who slid on the L.A. freeway for 60, um, about like 60 to 100 feet. He's going pretty fast. Mm-hmm. I'll kind of show you the damage. That okay. We took this vest apart. We cut it open here. But you can see like where it endured the damage. There's not a whole lot of scuffing on there. That was 60 feet on the asphalt. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was LA freeway, so he's going like 65 miles an hour. So he said um, it almost felt like he was on a turtle shell sliding on the ground. He said his helmet didn't even get a scuff on it. Oh, wow. Which is another benefit to having this. It kind of like creates a roll back here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you have a $600 helmet, that's kind of a good you know, insurance policy right there. So that, that's like your primary protection, and your your helmet ends up being like sort of secondary. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we kind of look at this technology as kind of like a helmet. Like you hope to never have to use it. Sure. But it's just extra insurance. Now, has anyone ever thought about extending that up so I don't have to wear a helmet at all? It'd be cool. Huh? Oh my god, that's a good idea. <laughs> like Wait, the um, Swiss, they yeah. have that Swiss helmet now, but. Yeah, I, but I guess not. I mean, after 15 years, you think somebody would have tried that. They had developed the motorcycle vest nine years ago. Okay. So, yeah, the um, technology has been out for a long time, but they're developing new systems every day. Like, we have a leather version coming out next year. A leather they vest? Uh huh. It's cool. It's kind of like, you know, Sons of Anarchy. You got the patches and stuff. And then it blows up like this? Mm-hmm. Please, tell, please, please tell me that when it blows up, it turns high this yellow. Oh my god, that'd be cool, huh? That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, so we have that coming out. We also have a leather jacket coming out. Okay. Um, I see you got a couple, awesome. like, adventure-style jackets. The adventure-style jacket is great. Um, it's fully waterproof, but it has really good venting to it. Uh-huh. It has nice reflection on it. Um, Are you guys manufacturing the jackets yourselves, or is it... Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like a partner company, but we assemble everything okay. ourselves. So, yeah, this is all assembled in France. It's tested before it leaves the facility many times because we have to make sure these work, you know, when you need them. So what kind of pri- what's the pricing like between your vest and your jackets? So the jacket is 975. Mm-hmm. Has the exact same airbag as in the vest in the jacket. Does it have a liner as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thermal liner then. Okay. It's kind of like a Gore-Tex waterproof membrane where it's breathable. Okay. But it's called Humex. It's just a different brand. Okay. Yeah, it comes in gray and black. How much were the vests? The black version is five ninety nine. The high vis version is six twenty nine. Okay. How much do you think the leather one's gonna cost? Uh, probably an extra hundred, two hundred, maybe like seven fifty. Man, I hope it turns yellow when it blows. That would just be hilarious. It's just straight up black, man. <laughs>
That would be cool. <laughs> it, would be, it would be funny. And like confetti comes out and stuff. Oh my god. That's probably the last thing you're thinking of when you're crashing. And streamers and dubs. I want dubs to come out. You know, I just heard of this new company where um, you tether to your motorcycle and if you pop the tether, it sends out like a signal. Um, it sends like a text to people you know emergency vehicles oh, okay. that way like in case you're you know you're unconscious or something they know where you're at I thought that'd be interesting to like pair these two together that would be kind of cool but man that would be that'd be so much it's like oh, what else do I need to connect to on my bike now yeah but I mean imagine being on the other end of that hi I might be dead <laughs> love like, you <laughs> right and you're you calling accidentally or something. Yeah, and you call someone and they're unconscious, so they're not answering that looks the fresh. phone. What? That looks fresh. That is fresh. Is That's, it fakey? It's a fake oh, from okay. one of the other booths. It looks like you know, kind of goes with all the rest of your tattoos. Yeah, yeah, it's it's from one of the other booths. You don't you don't have any temperate. You don't. You know, I wish. You, you are failing at this. I'm failing. I got some stickers. That's that's not as cool as a, as a temporary tattoo. No, I'm or the free beer at four o'clock. Yeah, 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 I'm from Utah. We don't. We can't. Oh. We're not allowed that beer. Yeah, that's why my bad. You don't want to go there. Don't don't, go, don't there. go there. <laughs> So, is this saying this is something different, or? Well, it's just kind of an upgraded model. So now there's a turtle version, and okay. basically what they did is they took the back protector from underneath the airbag to over the top of the airbag, and they say that prevents like um, you can see like the spot in the middle. Yeah. But really, this thing gets so big, like it would have to be a little post that goes through. Okay. But we still put a level two Knox back protector inside. So it's just they changed it from underneath to over the top. Is this meant to be worn without like a, like an armor jacket? Like? We still want you to wear the armor jacket. Okay. But we recommend that you take the back protector out of your jacket. Oh, okay. And just you don't need to. Just have that one. Yeah, and just have this one. Okay. Um, the guys that wear the race humps on their one-piece suits, uh -huh. we tell them to take the back protector out of our our system. Okay. Does the the race hump come through? Um, it just wraps just around wraps the race around. the race hump. Yeah. Has there been many racers wearing this kind of technology? I have a lot of track guys that wear them. The track guys do? Yeah, yeah the professional racers, it's not as um, convenient for them. Right. It's like but we do have a system coming out that's made specifically for the racers. Okay. And it tethers in the back. And it has two CO2. Oh. And it has like a leather home. It's just more race oriented. That sounds badass. It's more expensive, but yeah, it does sound badass. I'm pretty excited about it. And then we were really cool. I just saw the drawings for our summer jacket coming out. Okay. Pretty nice. What's that going to be like? Um, just like a lot of mesh. Okay. Mm -hmm. A lot of mesh. A little bit lighter weight than, you know, something like this. But still has all the airbag protection. Has there been any kind of thoughts or planning for an airbag for lower body? Um, we don't really want to stiffen the lower body, okay. just because if you stiffen a leg or something, that's what tends to make the break happen. Okay. Yeah, we mostly want to protect vital organs, you know, prevent um, the risk of serious fatal injuries. Okay. So that's why we do. We want the least cumbersome, you know, system for you, but... Want it to be protected. Anything you want to mention that you haven't covered so far for our listeners? I think that's about it. Um, we're in San Francisco, so if anyone ever needs any, like, you know, extra CO2, we ship it all over the country. Okay. I mean, very good support. It has a lifetime warranty. As Is, far as do you guys have a dealer network yet? or? Yeah, we have some 21 dealers set up, mostly okay. BMW dealers. Sure. Two in Colorado. I know. BMW guys, they know what's up when it comes to safety, you know. But yeah, yeah two that's in Denver. what it is. Um, a lot in California, because that's where I A couple in Washington, Virginia, okay. but it's growing. <laughs> it's growing. It's all about just educating people about it. Sure. Well, that's thanks great. for talking to us about yeah, it. No this problem. has been pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I can't wait till we get a demo one. Well, yeah, she says she's going to send I can make 60 one. pounds of pulling force. I can totally do it. 
there's tons of not, ways we can make. There's loads of ways we can do that. Not easily, though. That's actually the thing that well, keeps coming to mind. Not I'm like, walking away from the bike. Easily. No, not walking away from the bike. Not even like just with your straight arms, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you're going to have to plant your feet kind of thing. I, I'm really interested in just in this vest. It's I could see it. I mean, the one thing that bugs me about this vest, I'll be mm-hmm. honest, is you're wearing a deflated life vest over your, your whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, if it's kind of low profile enough when deflated, who cares? I'm wondering if it's going to sit there and flap and shit. Well, I guess there's only one way to find out. We'll yeah, have to that's wear it something we'll, we'll test. Wear it around get different it. suits and jackets and everything else. I've seen people complain about the pricing for both the vest and the refills. I I don't necessarily get that. What? Did you see the refills were like twenty something bucks? Yeah, twenty five bucks for the cartridge. And how many freaking times do you plan to use it? I. <laughs> Once we get it to try, well, so okay, try yeah. it out, not notwithstanding <laughs> having fun with it, uh, but like I mean, you know, because if, if I got one of these, I just I'd basically put the cartridge in and you know like replace it once every appropriate amount of time. And yeah, I don't think they necessary. were. I haven't heard people complaining about the the cartridge price so much mm-hmm. as just for the system itself. That to me is kind of confusing because you you pay that much. Well, say six hundred bucks if you're if you're in an awry. That's how much you paid for your helmet. Yeah. My jacket costs five hundred dollars. My HJC costs four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like I wear a showy, so you know. Yeah, so you're already four or five hundred bucks. You're you're screwed. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's another piece of safety gear, you know. It's, and it's a freaking good one. Too. That's the thing. It seems super useful. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking of like the fall staff and the back protector, which works and does the job, but is not the greatest back protector in the world. Yeah. You know, throw the vest on and then just throw the vest. You know. <laughs> Don't even worry about the jacket's back protector at that point. Exactly. Yeah. yeah just, just lose it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're supposed to wear this outside the jacket. Outside the jacket. Outside the jacket. Okay. Yeah. Unless you get one of the the jackets that where it's integrated into the jacket. Yeah, which is cool if it's the kind of jacket that fits you or that you like. Yeah, they have them. Um, their jackets were all well, actually, probably everyone's jacket I looked at because I saw Held was producing them too. Mm-hmm. Um, they were adventure style, sort of three quarter length. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Who who. The jacket that is used by the sort of person who would want a dorky extra piece of protection like this, yeah, adventure size jacket. Well, that's interesting because uh, you know as she said in the interview they're coming out with a leather version of the vest. <laughs> it's going to be this black leather vest, and it turns bright pink with Hello Kitties on it when it inflates. God damn, I hope it does. Oh, that'd be beautiful. <laughs> it has to it plays a little song. Just stuff comes <laughs> spraying out everywhere. Wait a minute, she said it was slowly deflating as it fills up. Do Not think- quickly though. Oh, okay. Because I, I saw one activate, mm-hmm. and it's... It, thump. And then it's just kind of... Oh. Uh, yeah. If it was fast, I was really hoping I could put like a whoopee cushion on it. It's not like an airbag. You're laying there on the side of the road, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's me. <laughs> no, I mean, not me, me. But, you know, but the best me. me. <laughs> you know what? It's probably best. <laughs> if you just... Don't tell anyone about this. It seemed like a good idea at the time. I want to, I want to take that vest and just pack it with glitter. I want to give my EMTs a laugh. You know? I want to explode in just this cloud of glitter. <laughs> Everyone sees it. No, no, you got to do the thing like in a like in a kung fu movie where you have like the uh, the powder, the talcum powder, so oh, it looks yeah. like you hit really hard when you hit. Boom. <laughs> I hit the ground and it threw up all this dust. <laughs> I do like the glitter plan, though. Yeah, it's fabulous, fabulous right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's the guy that hit you? The one covered in glitter. <laughs> that's him, officer. Yeah, because that's never coming off the car. <laughs> he's, got, he's like trying to clean off the car. He's like glitter all over his hands. He's like wiping it on his thing. What's wrong? What's going on? <laughs> It's like the it's like the paint stuff that they have in the yeah yeah, in, yeah, in the, yeah exactly the, the money fire thing yeah, yeah, yeah money yeah. thing the in the bank of the wads yeah. yeah 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 hit me will you <laughs> <laughs> they'll find you <laughs> a trail of glitter just sparkling in the around air. it goes like into the garage and the garage doors close and there's glitter on the doorknob <laughs> did you hit a guy on a bike no glitter's coming out of his chimney. <laughs> Yes, this has legs. I like it. You know, you can send that to people. Oh, I know. Yeah, I've seen the service. Send glitter to people. You can glitter bomb people. God, my my dog was wearing these. uh, We put her in a costume for Halloween with these glittery wings. I go and see my son. I'm like, son, 
You're three months old and you have glitter on your head. You're fabulous. <laughs> Just checking to see if he smells like cheap body spray. <laughs> I found a roll of ones in his scar seat. It's getting weird. <laughs> have you seen the letter that goes with the glitter bomb? No. It's, it's pretty funny. It's like, you have pissed someone off enough that they've paid me good money to, to send fill this envelope with glitter and send it to you. <laughs> Because, yeah, it's completely anonymous. So, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. Well, yeah, I tell you, speaking of glitter, what I'm looking forward to, Vermin Supreme is said to be uh, attempting to get again? a Republican ticket this year. <laughs> I can't wait until he does the glitter thing where he turns someone gay again. Turning gay. You're turning, turning you gay. <laughs> turning, 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 turning gay. It's going to be glorious. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, glitter aside, yeah, the vests. Yeah. I want to, I, 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 this technology fascinates me. I think it's awesome. Because it yeah. feels like it's a real, it's like a step up from the hard armor. I, at least it seems like it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and yet, is lower profile when you're riding, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you can't, that's as close to perfect as I could imagine for gear, mm-hmm. for street gear. Imagine something like the Rabbit's Cordura shirt with this vest on top. Mm-hmm. Eh, eh, it's not as huge a compromise as it might have been. At no, point, no. Huh? The vest, the vest reduces the compromise factor. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'd still want you know some proper hard armor on the arms and you like know, the that. elbows and stuff. Elbows, because yeah. that stuff gets battered all to hell. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's definitely. I mean the. It's a step up. The avalanche version of these with the wings was you know night and day improvement in avalanche survival, which is saying something because avalanche survival is. Worse than motorcycle crash survival. Um, I yeah. have no idea. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Avali- so you go to AVI training, and it's a lot like motorcycle training. It's like, well, you've got to wear all this gear, so if you're in a crash, you're less likely to die. Uh-huh. So if I get hit head-on by a car and I'm wearing the gear, I won't die? Didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> your chances are better? Mm-hmm. AVI course is all about digging your friends out of avalanches, except here's the thing about an avalanche. You get caught in a big avalanche, you're pretty much fucking dead. Oh. It'll just batter and squish you to pieces. Right. So you know. So that whole thing about swimming to the top. And well, yeah, yeah. If you can, if you can do it, that's great. But most of the time, it'll send you into rocks or trees, trees and, and kill you dead. Other skiers. Yes. And, and, yeah. Bears. Good night. It send you into a bear. <laughs> Say good night. <laughs> Plenty of people survive. People who get fully buried generally just die. Oh, all right. Well, there we go. Happy thoughts on wheel nerds. Yay. Happy, 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 happy death, death, horror, death. Oh, God damn it. I just posted that story on our Facebook page that the Onion was making fun of. Brand new writer just immediately died. died. immediately. And then fucking someone posted. No, that, that actually just happened. That, that really happened. Dick. God. <laughs> Thanks. Insensitive. Yeah. I'm a prick. Yeah, I'm the prick. I'm not the one that wrote the fucking story. Mm. I'm mm-hmm. the prick, though. Yes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. fine, whatever. Yeah. So EBR is back. EBR, you know, EBR feels been, weird. Well, EBR has been very quiet. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I see. I hear weird, like weird noises, but not like here are some bikes, which is the noise I would expect. Well, um, the guy who bought them, mm-hmm. Bruce Belfer, posts occasionally on the like places like Bad Web. Oh, okay. And what he said, one of the things he said was, um, you know, Hero came in and made their own deal with the receiver for stuff that was theirs. Mm -hmm. But that's not exactly how it went down. Really? What went down was Hero came to the receiver and said, all this shit's ours. And then they held both fingers up in the air. And the receiver was like, "Mm, okay. And he goes to EBR and he's like, Hero says this is all their shit. Like, well, yeah, but they never paid us for it. Hmm. Negotiations ensued, and that's why Hero ends up paying like something like $2 million for that stuff. Gotcha, okay. But the deal they were making was um, not so much. And the way, this is exactly how Bruce explained it. Um, Hero comes to this house that's going up for auction mm-hmm. because, you know, you've lost it. And instead of saying, this couch is ours, we want it, and the receiver says, okay, give me 20 bucks, Hero says, that couch is ours, and probably a bunch of other stuff, too. We'll come back and tell you. Oh, well. Hmm. That's sad. And and the way Hero wanted it was, we can come back anytime and tell you. And tell you. Right. Hmm. So the deal that they negotiated in court was, 
You've got 60 days to come back and tell us what, what you yours, actually yours, yeah. yeah. You fuck. <laughs> Dicks. So um, apparently there was a, a whole 60-day period where they had to wait following mm-hmm. the auction. Oh, hence the silence where they basically had to sit there and pick, pick, yeah. pick. Because Bruce is like, imagine, you know, I've got this this financing lined up to pay for everything, to pay for EBR, and then i got to tell them, oh, by the way, these fuckheads over here can... You know, change the Take value stuff. incredibly. Yeah. Yeah. So they okay. had to wait for that. But he's come back. He's got a list of stuff they've set up that they've done to incorporate, to start the wheels in motion. Mm-hmm. And then he's also got another list of stuff that he says they still need to do. Uh-huh. The big thing that I want to point out to you about this list. Yeah. This line right here. Race team, contact, and management. They want to do a race team again. And I'm like, again. why? Wasn't that just a like a money pit right it i i don't understand i mean is there a way to run a race team cheaply i mean i i to me i thought this was one of the things someone would gently steer them away from yeah i guess the flip side of that though is this is eric buell and he wants to race. He wants to race. Now, if they could keep the race, if they could say, okay, we will have a race team, but it will be tightly controlled. Okay, that might make sense, right? I guess. I mean, uh, to I don't me, know how you can tightly control such a yeah, thing. Yeah, to me, a race team would just be a, a big black hole that you're going to be pouring money into. And yeah. What are you getting from it? You're not. Look, it's you. We have. We're racy. You know what I really want to do to, to test this? To at least get an idea about this is talk to guys who are buying these sport bikes, mm-hmm. who are buying the ZX10R or whatever. Mm-hmm. How much does racing really impact your buying decision? Yeah. You and I are, aren't that market. No, no, we're definitely not. Well, as you know, V-Stroms are a big presence in the um, the, um, the, the asshole market. <laughs> <laughs> the dork market. I mean... Maybe even some uh, James follows racing pretty good, pretty yeah. well, pretty closely. I, I buy bikes because the race. I don't know. I I'm just wondering. And who's and the guys who are? I mean, in my mind, the guys who are buying these kind of bikes, mm-hmm. they don't fuck all about anything. <laughs> no, no offense to. I'm, I'm not saying like it's real race audience people who are buying these fast bikes, but it's fucking Billy. Mm-hmm. Billy's buying bikes. I don't think buys, Billy's buying Buells. No, he's not buying Buells, but he's buying the sport bike. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, how many people are really making their their buying decision based on racing? I don't know. I mean, I could see I could see there being the status symbol factor. I mean, the, the Buell is a very unique bike, and motorcycle people who know about motorcycles will see you on an SX or, you know, whatever the successor to it is and be like, oh, man, is that a Buell SX? And they'd be like, yes, well, that's no racing here. fast. Yeah, but, I mean, but, I don't know. Not, I mean, I don't know that, I don't know that, and, oh, they race it would be the next conversation. I mean, I've heard that the old conventional used to be race on Sunday, sell on Monday. Mm-hmm, yeah. I don't know if that still holds true. Yeah. It doesn't for me. Hmm. I, you know, I'm I'm not that guy. Yep. I, I want to know: Are there still those guys out there? Is that still is that a big enough market that when you're trying to stand this company back up, that's your priority? You want to gotta s- have a race team. Gotta have a race team. Race. Or is that just because you know Eric's like, we need to race. That's a vital part of our that's research. Just part of the deal. That's part of our R and D. Which you know, I could I could buy a degree of that. Yeah. I could having having done the you know been out there and seeing some of the way the way you behave on a bike on a racetrack versus what you do on the road. Claire and I were discussing it. Neither of us really noticed it before, but we fucking whack that throttle every time we're using it. Not like like applying it smoothly. It's just like whoop whoop, you know, which upsets the chassis and you know so on and so forth. Uh-huh. Um, the fueling you need and the response you need from the throttle for racing has to be extremely precise so you can be really smooth on it. So I can see a degree of that being useful for R&D. That's, that's their real-world stress nightmare test is to go race it. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, if you want to go the fastest way around a track, then you're WFO as much as possible. Yeah. And then you're jamming on the brakes and then you're WFO again and repeat yeah. ad nauseum. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. To me, it's, it seemed like if that was the the ideal way to do this kind of thing, you 
everyone would be doing it? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I, I was under the impression that the racing thing was like a big part of EBR's problem. Mm. As far as money. There went the money. Yeah. But maybe I don't know. I, mm. I, I don't know. Intriguing. It's it's hard to get straight answers out of yeah. people, especially now while, you know. Sure. While the shenanigans are afoot. Right. Trying to get their feet back under them. So isn't this going to be expensive? Everything's great. Bye, bike. Bye, bike, yes. yes. Bye. And, you know, supposedly they have 25 bikes. Do they? They can't sell. Really? They're not allowed to? Or they just... Well, uh, people won't buy. If them. I understand correctly, these bikes are EBR bikes. Mm-hmm. EBR doesn't exist. Hmm. What's standing up now, which will probably be called EBR, might be called mm-hmm. something else, is a separate commercial entity. So the oh. VINs don't actually apply anymore. Because huh. that's part of the manufacturer identity. All the EPA pa- paperwork, sure, EBA sure. certification, only applied to the old company. So the new company can't sell the old company's bikes. Unless they recertify everything, yeah. re-vin, you know, stamp on new VINs to the frame. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe there'll be Christmas presents. Yeah. 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 Award, maybe that's their race team. That's their race team. Maybe that's their race team. You don't they need could to, be race bikes. They could be race bikes. 25 race bikes, maybe ready to go. Cheap. Yeah, good to go. Fun. I've been to one. No problem. Hang on, let me go pull the... <laughs> thunk. Yeah. SX falls out. <laughs> RX, I guess. <laughs> Why do we have a vending machine? Because <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> How much did you spend on that? <laughs> Honda's got like 10 of these. What? <laughs> Honda has trailers of them. <laughs> they just go to a dealership and put a few quarters in. <laughs> you hear this mysterious boom, bump, boom, bump, boom, bump, 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 bump. <laughs> wow, a CBR. Just like all my friends. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe they could just turn those all into their race Why fleet. the hell not? Why not? <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. They've got a race. There's your race fleet. Yeah, yeah. Ready to go. Cut costs significantly. Yeah. Do you have any bikes based on those? No. Nope. But hey. <laughs> well, they, they could be based on them. Yeah. I mean, they bought the technology. They just hit a new one. This yeah. is the the SX, you know, they're like SMEs and two SX2. SXR. SXR. Oh. Well, you, yeah, you, well, 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 back up. Yeah. No carbon fiber. No, uh, Need some carbon fiber. We can do this. Can't yeah. be R without carbon fiber. Uh, yeah. 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 RXR. Dar. That's got legs. Yeah. I think that's what we'll see. And everyone keeps talking about still, you know, make an AX. Make the damn AX. But. Honda's already making an, an, an Adventure 1200. Yes. So you know that ship has sailed. <laughs> yeah, except, you know, the thing The thing about the AX is what, what, what people really want is not an Adventure Buell, just like the Ulysses. They want the freaking Sport Touring, touring that yeah, the Ulysses Sport wants. Touring, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, with with six to seven inches less freaking wheelbase than any other sport tour available, you know, and, and still comfy. Fun as shit. Yeah. yeah. That's what people are really after. Oh, I put Sophie on the back of the Ulysses last week. Yeah? How'd you like it? She, it was her idea. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I think Alex has been putting his little boys on the back of his bike. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Sophie was like, when do I get to do that? When do I? You have gear, and yeah, I was like, "Well, okay. all right, let's." Can you reach the pegs? Sorta. Yeah. Mm. Mm, it's a little sketch ball. She was able. She more had like her legs perched on the cases. Okay. Mm. And she had the grab bars. She could hold on to those pretty good. Yeah. And I just gave her a ride from here back to her mom's, and she was just like, "Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I want to do that more." And you could get taller, kid. Yeah, because the whole time back, I was just like, yeah, like 20, 25 on the speedometer, just going through the neighborhood back streets. Hyperventilating. Turning the rear view mirror exactly so I could just watch her. <laughs> like, keep checking the net. I got to keep watching. No, okay, okay. Nothing wrong. Okay. Cars. Oh, yeah. Every time I saw a car, I'm just like, huh? huh? Oh, stay away. <laughs> We're stopping here. <laughs> Till the cars are all gone. Pull over, get off, <laughs> go into the building. Put your head between your legs for a minute. <laughs> I'm lame. <laughs> I 
It's just a dad effect. You have but, something to protect. Uh, it was cool. She liked oh, cool. it. Cool. She was very Good. cool with it. Awesome. She is a motorcycle girl. That'll you should have seen my ex's face when she's I, she saw oh, us I pulling up on the U.S. That was glorious. <laughs> that made it all worth it. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you give your best like dorky high wave? Hi. No, I don't. No, I don't do the. the I don't wave. No, <laughs> that was your opportunity, like as dorky as possible. Hi. I do that to Harley riders. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Especially the ones that ignore me. Yes, you've ignored me. Now it's time for the dark wave. <laughs> I'll I'll will turn around if I see a line of Harley riders coming at me and none of them hold out a hand. Yeah. I will turn around and chase them down <laughs> just, just so to you can pass them at. slowly, waving. <laughs> hi guys! Hi guys! <laughs> I think you were with me one time when I was doing the dark way. Oh, yeah. The light <laughs> I, I was probably doing it, too. I, it's glorious. The dark wave is, it never gets old. Me and my girlfriend did it in the Euro when we were coming back from the, mm-hmm. uh, uh, when we did the Alpine Loop. Yep. We're, we passed the, a line of Harleys on the Euro mm-hmm. because it was raining. Oh. Super hard. Yep. And none of them had helmets. <laughs> so they were going super slow. They were riding on the shoulder at like, 15 oh miles an hour, and I just go blowing by Blasting by them on a Euro. You've been. <laughs> you need to like stop and like give them cards. <laughs> you know, like we like like in a nice little envelope, like a Hallmark envelope, and they open it up, and inside it says, You've been passed by a Euro. <laughs> now, as soon as the rain stopped, they blew by me. But for those few minutes, it was raining really hard. It was, it's just like it's just like when you find a Volkswagen bus and you're like, at last, <laughs> yes, they, did, they weren't wearing. My them. day has come. They had no helmets. They had no windshields. No rain they gear. Were, no rain gear. Oh God! They, all miserable. they had were their their sun, sunglasses and bandanas. And broken dreams. Do rags. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> full power. <laughs> no, really, this is full. <laughs> yeah. 64. 64. <laughs> I didn't even have to do that. I was doing 30. <laughs> Forty. I, I, they, they, they were on the shoulder. They were yeah, almost okay. walking these bikes. <laughs> oh god! It was, it was because it was coming down really hard. It was coming, mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of sideways. It was windy. Yeah, which if you don't have a helmet on, is pretty terrible. They were, they were minutes away from just getting off the bike and getting under a tarp, just crying, <laughs> crying, just getting off the bike and crying. But fortunately, when you cry in the rain. No one can see the <laughs> But they were they were nice enough to wave back. Oh good. Yeah. They gave me thumbs ups and stuff. Oh good. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But still. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> to tell you about that. That part was glorious. That's wonderful. <laughs> I love it. So we got mail this week too. Yay! Andres writes. People like us. Quick question. I'm nineteen years old, six four, three hundred pounds, all muscle. I'm looking for my first commuter bike that I can bench press. The only problem is that I'm a huge fuck. I've been practicing for my driving test with my father's 2006 Goldwing 1800, and I make that bike look small. I can whip it around pretty okay. What bike would you recommend for a first-time commuter, long-time rider like myself? If it helps narrow things down, I love the retro look of the CB1 uh, 1100, but would love to hear your input. Thanks in advance. KLR. KLR. <laughs> yeah. Huge dude. Um, going to have to go with the KLR here. Yeah. Um, it just, there's nothing that is quite as good and cheap for huge dudes who want to commute. Yeah. It's pretty much the, the go-to. You could do a Dr. 650, I guess. Uh, maybe a Wiestrom. But, you know, in general, if you are that tall, pretty much anything other than an adventure bike is going to really suck. Yeah. So he's 19 years old. What do you think he's been riding? Dirt bikes? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, the rest of his email talks about riding dirt bikes, which is good. So he knows how throttle works, but, you know. It, and a KLR, he'll feel right at home. He'll feel right at home in a KLR. Yeah. Yeah. Put some styrofoam coolers on that. Mm-hmm. You will be the hit of every bonfire you, you will go to. pick up ch- things in the coolers. <laughs> Just pack the the coolers full of beer. Mm-hmm. The and rest will really take matter. care of itself. Yep. Not that you can drink any, because you're on a bike. That would be wrong. 
And 19. <laughs> but the girls that you give these beers to, no, that would be wrong, too. Don't don't take advantage of anyone that's that's wrong. This is fun. I'm enjoying this now. Uh, now that your daughter is 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 edging ever closer to to dad, I want a bike age. Disrespectful. Um, just you know, juice boxes. Everyone likes juice boxes. That's true. Juice, 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 juice boxes. boxes. Capri Suns. Pack Man, your clothes. I hate the Capri Suns. I, I always pierce both sides of it with the stupid straw. How do you pierce both sides of a Capri? You just stab it once. Yeah, what? yeah, and it goes out the other fucking side. How do you fuck up a Capri Sun? You never did that? No. It's like the major problem with the stupid things. How do you get the goddamn straw in and get it to stay in there? You just punch it through the hole, man. Yeah, and then it comes right out the other side of the bag. You stop. You don't keep punching it. You don't just push all the way through. It's, you're, it, the straw is not a goddamn train. You're not going through a tunnel. You just push it in. <laughs> okay, whatever. Are you impaling women, too, when you have sex with them? What's wrong with you? Fucking Capri Suns. I hate those things. It's not that hard. What'd you do with juice boxes? You put it through the hole. You push it all the way through the bottom? No, because it's a a goddamn box. It's not like a freaking Ziploc bag with juice in it. How hard do you push? (laughs) It's not very. Fucking, it's it's not, you don't whack it like a throttle, man. It's (laughs) fucking easy. Just... My, smooth, remember? Yeah, smooth. Smooth. What man. are you, a fucking caveman when you get a Capri Sun? <laughs> Me drink juice! Are you using the sharp end of the straw? Yeah, of course I'm using the sharp end are of the straw. How through? else do you go through the damn thing? I don't know how you go through the damn thing. That's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. Stupid, fucking useless, dumb juices. The only problem I have... And then it oozes on your hand out the other side, and you're trying to drink it. Well, it's the fucking only, terrible. The only problem I had to Capri Sun is that, you know, it kind of geysers once you push it in. Uh-huh. Do yeah. you get scared by that and just keep going? <laughs> oh, shit, I've hit oil! Keep going! <laughs> we need to change topics. <laughs> Stupid freaking Capri Suns. God. How do you fuck that up? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and people let you do things? <laughs> Not involving Capri Suns, generally speaking. <laughs> That's all I'm buying from now on. <laughs> Next Thank week, you. you come over to this house, Capri Sun everywhere. <laughs> Scott writes, I'm a daily commuter and long-distance motorcyclist, but have zero experience with sidecars. I also ride no car... I also, only ride. I no only car. ride. No car. No interest in owning one, but I'm considering adding a Ural to the garage. For those times, I need extra cargo, occasionally ride in winter, etc. I'm wondering if you could share some of your experiences as an owner in going from riding on two wheels to three and adapting to the differences. What do you do in winter? Uh, probably walks or takes the bus. Fuck that. I've thought about taking tracks in winter, but I still got to get to the station. Yeah. Cool. I just rode my Ural in winter. Yeah, that's... Your own winter's great. Your runs better, by the way, in the winter than it does in the summer, because it likes being cold. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out, the Russian bike likes being cold. If you could share some of your experiences as a unit owner and going from riding on two wheels to three and adapting. It's different. It's... uh, Very different. The throttle works kind of the same. The throttle works the same. The brakes are in the same spot. It's true. They are in the same place. But all the controls are where you expect them. Yes, and here and lies the finish of it. Um, you're really your best bet is if you can find a class, uh, which are mostly on the West Coast, but if you can find a sidecar class, take it, because they are drastically different uh, than the motorcycle. If you can't... <laughs> get the book. Get the book. Read the book. Spend some time in a parking uh, lot. Yeah, spend a lot of time in a parking It's kind of... It is like learning to ride a motorcycle all over again. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to spend a lot of time in the parking lot. You want to spend a lot of time in your neighborhood. And you're going to be want to be real gentle in those right turns. Real gentle on all the corners, particularly rights. Um, I don't know. I was whacking into the left turns pretty quickly. Yeah. It's just fun as shit. Yeah, left turns are, <laughs> left turns are easier. Um, uh, right turns are scary. Right turns are kind of scary until you get used to it. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a whole set of new skills you're going to have to learn. Now, the good news about it is, is that the, you know, as as a car equivalent, it was amazing. It is because it's the sidecar's freaking huge. You know, yeah, it's as big as a car trunk. So if you need to carry shit, I mean, I took a snowblower home in it. Okay, 
I was I use it for grocery shopping and stuff. Oh yeah, it's great. It's it's a great car replacement as long as you're cool with being out in the elements. Yeah, you're going to be out in the elements. I recommend if you're going to use it in the winter, you need every wind stopping thing you can get on windshield, that windshield. I had the guards. barn door fairing, the leg yeah. guards, the hand muffs. Um, yeah. yeah, you want all those things. Um, but if you get those, it's great. You could put something heavy in a sidecar as you're starting out, like a bag of sand or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I had the I had the uh, fifty or forty pounds of just like weight weights on mine on the bolt. I had a dead hooker. Yeah, yeah. It's good too. By the time she rots away, you're pretty much all acclimated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a Russian tub, so you just hose it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no problem. It'll rust. <laughs> but it'll rust if you don't hose it out. And I'm not sexist because it was a male gay male mm. hooker oh well, good yeah. thank, thank goodness yeah. but yeah so that the it is very different the good news is like we said is is it is shockingly practical actually it as is. long as you don't have to carry like a bunch of kid, you know kids around like I do now it's mm, tremendously yeah. practical yeah and if you got one kid she'll love it yeah exactly and you won't be allowed to pick her up in anything else <laughs> <laughs> you brought the car Ugh. yeah 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 <laughs> And it will make you very popular. Yes. You'll be very popular. And the funny thing that will happen is, too, is even in the summer, <laughs> you'll find yourself using it because you're lazy shit and it's really convenient. It is. You're like, oh, I need to carry, like, a bag today. Ural. It's <laughs> like... You just, you get wherever you're going, you're like, dump, 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 walk away. Even if I didn't have stuff to carry, there was a lot of times I just got in a Ural instead of the bike. Yeah, it's just, it's, you know, like, it's just sort of easy on some level. It is. It's not easy to ride fast. You will you will kick the ever-loving crap out of yourself trying to ride it fast. Eh. With the wind protection? The wind protection, yeah, it, seemed, I, it I, helps. I've never really, yeah. I, I do find... I'm talking like ripping riding fast. Like, well... You... Like going around corners fast and stuff. Oh. Eh. You're, you're commuting. Yeah, he's commuting. As a so. commuter, yeah, not yeah. not a big deal. Yeah, trying to trying to ride performance style, you will tire yourself out quickly. The Euro has been the only bike I've owned where a girl has actually just tried to get on. Oh, well. you know, at the guys mm-hmm. talk about the stoplight. Girl comes on, jumps on one, jump on the back. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I actually had a girl that was like at a bus stop, and her and her friend were pointing at the Euro, and she shouted out, "Can I ride in it?" Mm-hmm. And. uh and you get pulled over by cops so they can ask you about it. I kept going. <laughs> I was just like, oh, gosh, she's a girl looking no. at me. A girl's talking to me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. She had blue hair. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. I was just like, I'm not cool enough for that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't make eye contact. But no, Euro's great, especially yep. if you're not going to have a car at all. Now, keep in, mi- keep in mind that there is the other side effect, though, of the Euro. A Ural that is being ridden will just go and go and go and go and go. Yes. If a Ural sits for long, things are going to start to go wrong. Yeah, or it'll, it'll be sleepy for a while. Yeah. It'll, yeah. It, it takes a while it, to get going. It takes some tweaking and some doodling. And even when you're running it, you, you'll be tempted to fiddle with it until you get things right. Yeah. Um, I've had pretty good luck with mine. Well, yours has every addition known to man. You've got the upgraded ignition system. Yeah. You've got rejetted carbs. Yeah. Um, you know, it's probably Ara adjusted correctly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ara told me. Ara, Ara admonished me. Not to touch the carbs. Touch nothing. <laughs> he was like, he said it like three or four times. He's like, they are dialed in perfect. Do not. Don't adjust them. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I got this friend, Todd. He likes to. No. Don't. Well, that's the thing. If they're working well, don't touch them. Yeah. The bike's great. Yeah. Yep. So good option. Um, not practical with kids. Um with more than kids. one kid, yeah. With more than one kid, kid or with or really, really young, young kids, kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I will, I will be back to sidecar land before too long. But right now, it just makes no sense at all because it's an expensive dog toy. Mm. And I can buy a Geo Metro for a thousand dollars in the fall and sell it for a thousand dollars in the spring. My dog likes it too. Mm-hmm. I've only tried putting the one in. I, I thought my dog liked it, but then there was the one time she tried to climb into my lap because we were on a bumpy road. I don't think she liked that part. Oh, that was exciting. Yeah, I could see that. Not in a good way. Uh, our last one comes from John. 
Uh, he writes, side-by-side, this is in regards to last week's show, side-by-sides are way more profitable than motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Here in Texas, I have bought a Modus MST. Did you guys know that? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And here in Texas, they are $30,000 plus with all the upgrades. And they can now put in a Modus baby block into a Polaris RZR. And by just the like way, the bike that I own. Did, did you know I bought a, a Modus MST? Huh. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, side-by-side's a huge market. Yeah, yeah, the funny... Uh, but I guess they're fun to... It seems like a ton of money to pay for something to me like that that's, you know, of limited utility. I bet there's a lot of people that look at motorcycles like that, dude. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I motorcycles so. in America are a recreational vehicle, right? <laughs> that's so. true, yeah. And this thing, at least, you can, you know, is, is like the Ural. There's some small degree of practicality. Yeah, you could go you to could the take store your family it. out and, you yeah. know, just go rip-roaring around camping. It's, but, you know, Utah's big on this ATV shit. So. Yep. Yeah. And it's safe, not like them bikes. It's got a roll cage. Cup holders. Have you seen my sound system? Yep. yep, yep. I could lead a protest parade. Yep, yep. You didn't see that county commissioner leading a protest parade on a on a motorcycle? Yep, yep, yep. He's going to jail, but you know. Yep. Why are you talking <laughs> like that? <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to trying to channel my redneck in laws. And how's how's that going? It's not going well. <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch for me. My dad would love one of those things, probably. <laughs> They look kind of fun. They look like uh, they'd be fun. I'm not here. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing your dad in one. Oh, my dad. I think he, he'd probably be all right. He'd be all right, but he'd be like, oh, this is dumb. he wouldn't spend money this on it. This is stupid. He would, <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't spend money this on it. This is stupid. <laughs> but, you know, if someone was like, hey, do you want to ride around in this? He'd be like, all right. Uh, my dad would do the same, although my dad would do what he always does when somebody gives Drive him Drive it into like, the water? Oh. <laughs> Only if he had the one that would turn into the quads. <laughs> the funny thing about that is my father has an incredible chip on his shoulder about, because he's a sailor in addition to, you know, fishing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and a pilot. In, and a pilot. He has an incredible chip on his shoulder about uh, jet skis. He hates them with an all-consuming passion. Why? Um, well, for starters, if you're sailing, they're really annoying because they'll come right by you and throw up a bunch of wake that interferes with you. Oh, you, like, you got the... Hi! And you're the, flipping them off. You're like, fuck bro, off. Bros are coming by. <laughs> the bros are coming by. They're like, bro. And they're waving and you're flipping them off. And they're just waving. You're like, oh, fucking son of a <laughs> He and some other fighter pilots had had an idea of trying to mount a, a sidewinder on a Hobie cat. <laughs> I never got around to it. Maybe, a, you know, a tennis ball gun. That would be kind of good. Yeah. Probably wouldn't go to jail. <laughs> Easily attainable goods. Potato gun. <laughs> Potato gun. <laughs> French fries. You know, something. <laughs> what have you learned this week, Chuck? Uh, I've learned John bought an MST. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that is that a nice bike? That's a fantastic bike. The best bike he's had. Oh, he learned. loves that thing. And I've learned something about that today. Yeah. Well, that's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. I'm not John. (laughs) I'm Chuck. (laughs) Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. John has an MST. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Help write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.